Hello, and welcome to this first edition of Jeffrey Barlow and Christopher Anousis finding their feet with a podcast they've been talking about for many, many years. How many years would you say, Christopher, we've been talking about this for? Two. Roughly two, yes. I think I was slightly over-egging it. But we've been friends for far longer. How many years would you say, Christopher, we've been friends for? Two. Definitely longer, again. <laughs> I'd say times ten. I think it's coming up to twenty. Probably coming up to twenty. It's probably coming up to twenty. And um, with that said, we're not going to make this a podcast about the great lengths we've had to go to to sort out the technology for this. And I'm not going to make you all listen to how much effort I personally had to put into this and problem solve, troubleshooting. Don't worry, Chris. I'm not going to go into that right now. However, but... if you, you want to know, sign up to our Patreon for £20 a month and we'll happily give you bonus episodes for that. <laughs> Just Christopher's YouTube vlog of how stressful he finds it helping me sort out shit. Um, so, okay. There's some sort of pitch that is about to occur. Yep. I think Christopher and I are finding that um, we've definitely got a thing where we like to influence each other throw things each other's way get each other's takes on the things we watch i feel like in uh, my circle of friends me and christopher very especially have a bond when it comes to like have you seen this i've seen this we send each other what we're now going to reveal to the world are ticks <laughs> yes. when we write the name of a show or a song or album or something that we've both consumed we we like to tick it so it's now like you don't have to worry about spoilers we can discuss it um ticks are a safe place Ticks are a safe place, okay? And now we're going to do a thing where we actually try and hone in on things we recommend to each other, ticking them. I really want Christopher to be exposed to this. He really wants me to watch that. So it, if anything, it's, it's, it's a nice thing because I feel like sometimes we're not going to get into the details right now, Christopher, but as we go on, I'm sure we will. But sometimes we influence each other to watch a bit too much. How to term it? Um... Soap operas. Yeah, we do watch a lot of soap operas. A lot of soap operas. It's true. It's a good hours. Yeah, and I feel like we both feel like time is limited, and there's a lot of really good art, basically, and good... Not saying that soap operas isn't art. Not at all. But we get into a bit of a rut, don't we, where we're just watching a lot of that stuff. And the thing about soap operas is they're just ongoing... They never stop. They never stop. It's like it fits into your routine in a nice way, but like we need to expand. Every channel has a different soap opera. So many different soap operas. There is. So many different brands of soap operas. Yeah. And then there's a lot of social media content to consume outside of that. Yeah. And me, me and uh, Christopher have really bonded over movies and music uh, around 14, 15 years old. And now we're getting deep, deep into the 30s. And I feel like we both really still love those things. But occasionally, I don't know about you, but like it feels like it's too long since, for instance, I've listened to a whole album or something like that. And Speak like, for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this this is a good opportunity to get each other to, to watch and listen to more cool shit. Okay. With that said, yeah. I, f- I feel like it's a very common theme for friends to also be like, oh, my friend is bothering me about watching this. If anything, um, that gets to an off-putting level where <laughs> it's supposed to be you're, you're recommending something, but people actually get like, oh, leave me alone with recommending this. I feel like me and Christopher have always been pretty good about like... <clears throat> The volume gets a bit too much. Like we're recommending too much stuff. We're consuming too much content, like a lot of people. But like if Chris recommends something and says it's really good, you have to go out of your way to watch it. I will try and do that and similar to him. And we value each other's opinions on it. So it's all very interesting. But here or there, if we design a podcast around the idea of, hey, I need you to watch this. I need you to listen to this. This could also be an opportunity for, because we're now using a podcast concept, I can force you to watch a thing. (laughs) True. 
I didn't think without this concept you would volunteer yourself to do. Yeah. Because so, you talk a lot about the ticks and look a lot about the recommendations that we've made each other. Yes. But I'm fully aware of other recommendations I've definitely given you, which you've downloaded. Let's stuck on a Google Drive. Let's and not watch. Let's <laughs> let's talk about it for a minute. I feel like you're talking about a show called Starstruck. I feel like that's your main no, one. No, 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 no. Oh, okay, please. What else are we talking about? It was Starstruck. <laughs> it was Starstruck. <laughs> oh, do you know what I thought of the other day? It's not even on the Google Drive, but someone else was bigging it up and it was that classic thing of, oh, if I tell you now that this person bigged it up, you're going to be like, well, why didn't you watch it when I said it? Yeah. Um, I heard really good things from uh, Peter Rosenberg, a broadcaster I really appreciate, on his wrestling podcast, Cheap Heat, my one of my favourite all-time podcasts. He was talking about severance being really yeah. good. And it's you've really mentioned good. that to me. And he, st- he said a specific thing that made me laugh about how like, when I first tried it, first few episodes, everyone was telling me you got to stick it in for the long haul. Mm. And he was like, I hate when people say that. Like, why can't it just get me? But this apparently is very, very true for that show. Yeah, man, you really got stuck in it for the long haul. Okay, well, Severance, you could... This is another thing that we're trying to figure out with the... Uh, the pitch. The pitch for this pod is, like, just before we started pressing record, Chris made the good point of, like, you could just say, oh, in the next week, you have to have watched this full series. That's going a bit too far. Yeah. Chris, also, why don't you explain this new idea you had about the backup pitch? This could potentially make it a bit fun. Because for, for, for us two guys to continue in this, it can't be all lovey-dovey. There's got to be some element of... Yeah. If not competition, but just, you know, you know, bloody minded yeah. arsing with each other. So please, what's the backup idea? So essentially, if I was to pitch something to you yes. and you desperately, desperately, desperately didn't want to right. consume that product yes. for whatever it was, a yes. podcast, now and whatever we agree on. Yes. Um, I'm allowed to have a backup pitch yeah. that if you skip on the first one, yeah. you have to do the second. So essentially... If I was to say, consume the whole first series of Starstruck, and yes. you said, no, I point blank refuse to, I say, all right, there's a backup, yeah. but you can't change your mind and you have to go with it regardless of what it is. So okay. you almost have a get out for the first one, right. but you have to commit to the second one. But wait, if I don't want to do the whole, um, what's it? Yeah. First season of Severance. Yeah. And then the second option, I'm like, oh shoot, I really shouldn't have said no because now yeah. I hate this option. I can go back to Severance? No, you can't. Oh, interesting. So there's no go. There's no go backseats. Oh, that makes it really hard. Because it no, does. but it's too hard then. Because then, what if the second one is like a ten-hour movie? Well, then commit to the first one. <laughs> but no, no. But it's I not, think we, I we, think we should be able to let's go not, back. Let's not get hung up on the time it takes to consume this thing. Yes. Like it's it's if if we do recommend a series, yeah. Let's just agree that an episode or two needs to be done for the next. Don't week. you think, in a way, maybe to do a series that should be the other guy volunteering? Like you've made me like it. Like, we yeah. should have something like to recommend a whole series is too much, right? No, but watch a couple of episodes and then yeah. come back with your review the following week. That's the whole That is the plan. whole, yeah, that's yes. the whole thing. And say, I'm gripped, I'm not gripped, or yeah. we can, so and I, and would... I can tell you you're wrong. Right. And then that your opinion doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, for instance, I would recommend to you the pilot of The Sopranos. Yep. Hoping that you'd then get into I'm not going to. Yeah. Pitch and every week I'll be first, like, sorry, whole... I couldn't do your pitch because I'm still watching The Sopranos. <laughs> ah, there you go. There you go. So. Yeah. I think we've, we've been... I just keep staring at your little shelf over there. There is a nice collection over there. Basically, the H- HBO shelf is what I think. It's it a is. good HBO shelf. No, that is what You've I got have. A box set of have Mad you... Men. Yes. Have yeah. you ever Mad Men? I've Mad Men. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And you... then the series finale was like, eh. I mean, <clears throat> there's a lot of takes about a lot of finales out there. Mad Men finale is one of my favorites, actually. Yeah, it's it's one of two finales ever. I think I was just sad it finished. It might be one of those. It yeah. might be one of those. There's only, it's one of two finales ever to a show that afterwards I was so overcome with emotion I had to write a really, really long impromptu essay. One of them was Mad Men. Yeah. The other was uh, Dawson's Creek. Of 
I think that, the that ma- better not be your pitch. The Mad Men one, <laughs> the Mad Men one, I actually incorporated into my dissertation. I feel like as an example of automatic writing or something. Anyway, all yeah. all that to say, are we? I think we're talking our way into our first pitch. I don't, I'm not fully confident I have one ready, but I'm getting close. What about you? Oh, I did have one. Really, really. Happy. Okay, let me just talk a bit more about the format. No, we don't so, need to talk about the format. <laughs> no, one more thing for the next episode. So we'd start with the review and recap before we then pitch for the following week. Yep. The first bit is a reflection. Yep. Oh, to be fair, let's open up. This this could be the entire pod today. This could just be like a bit of the meat in the middle. But mm. like, what would you say was a highlight cultural thing you consumed during your Christmas holiday break? I wouldn't say it was a highlight, mm. but I did consume an impromptu album drop by Ryan Adams. <laughs> let's talk let's talk you consumed his we... he, he, he sent me an email yeah he did and he forwarded uh, it to me which he, you always do with Ryan Adams emails with, with big eyes it's interesting. big eyes emoji you do love your big eyes emoji um, you always it's as if you were like you're implicating me in his <laughs> I'm not part of his mailing list but you need me to be involved I need you to be aware Jeff that <laughs> Ryan Adams has emailed me again yes. since he quote unquote got cancelled yeah and he told me that he had covered his Favourite album of all time. Oh, is that what he actually called it? Yeah. He didn't say one of his. Yeah, and he also said it was possibly sacrilege. Yes. I like that he admitted that. That's classic Ryan Adams being a bit self-deprecating, being like, fuck it anyway, I'll do it. Um, And yeah, he'd covered the entirety of Bob Dylan's Blood on the Tracks. (sighs) Okay, that's a lot. I liked the cover of the album because it had a cat on it. Yeah, that's always how he gets you. (laughs) (laughs) That's how he gets you back in. Um, And you listened to it yet? Okay, I listened to it. I was working sort of in that odd period between Christmas and New Year's yes. working from home yes. needed some sort of noise while I was doing boring admin tasks and the comforting guitar drumming and mm. singing of Ryan Adams actually wasn't Aww. too bad um, that's nice a bit of comfort food comfort food it was that nice. weird comforting sound of his music mm. followed by for some reason some sort of regret and mm. not regret's not the right word mm. but that weird thing that oh if someone found out I was listening to Ryan Adams like, okay <laughs> yeah um, but all in all, mm. as cover albums go, yes. and he likes to drop them, probably not as good as 1989. Okay, okay. Um, yep, the one, yep. But he took some Dylan songs, did them fine, yep. um, and on some of them, dragged them out to eight, nine minutes with weird acoustic-y jammy... Oh, does he? Yeah, sort of Neil Young-y type uh, interludes. With a band or just him? Just him, wow. I think. But I think he's obviously recorded some of the others. Sure, sure, sure. Oh, interesting. Did, yeah. did any because you were playing me today the very opening of Tangled Up in Blue like yep. you found it a bit of an unexpected just because I think he was quite came in moody somber and low key yeah. yeah yeah was there and was there like one standout track from your one listen I'm gonna have to do that thing where please I do pull out thing. my phone have from my a pocket look, remind myself of the tracks mm. on the I'm a big like to get into an album sometimes to have one recommended song or one single to some to anchor my listening conceptually sometimes I find that really helpful and fun so yeah I would say. From listening to the album itself, I always like "You're a Big Girl Now." I always like "Shelter from the Storm." I always like "Buckets of Rain." Buckets of Rain. From there you go. Favorite. Buckets of Rain. Really? Go it's... with "Buckets of Rain" because it is how long is it? It's a short. It one. is eleven minutes long. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't it... your pitch. This is you asked for a, okay. a song to get into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's an eleven-minute version of "Buckets of Rain," and the original. This is great content. Mm. Mm. Um, is two three minutes twenty three minutes twenty, which for Dylan is nice and short and lovely, yeah. fantastic. Okay, well, like that's not your pitch. No, but it's you very ask... very interesting, and we can always come back to this. It's very interesting. The very first thing we mention on this pod is Brian Adams, because of course you did it on purpose. I didn't you, even do it on purpose. You, you might have I'd watched the movie. It. Yeah, no, you, I, 
Did you not watch Christmas movies this year? What did you watch? The Amazon one whose name you can't remember. Yeah. Moving on then, because it doesn't and matter. I'm not, and Die Hard 2. We both didn't watch Spirited. Die Hard 2, now that's interesting, because everyone always bangs on about Die Hard. Yeah. No one's out here banging on about Die Hard 2. Is that no. also a Christmas movie? It is set at Christmas, okay. yes. But I like how you didn't answer my question. Is that also a Christmas movie? Um, do you consider Die Hard a Christmas movie? I do. Let's enter the discourse. Oh, do you? No, well, in, in, I, in I terms do of everyone else does. Yeah. It's a thing that's yeah. happened. Yeah. I, I like I, that it's a thing that's happened, actually. It is a thing that's happened. Because, like, Home Alone, it's like trying to hit We Are Your Christmas Movie. Because yeah. Die Hard became one. So I like yeah. it for that reason. But, yeah. But, okay, well, keeping in the theme, mm. within the last week or two, mm. possibly before Christmas, mm. uh, Screen Crush, which Ooh. is a YouTube channel. Nice. Um, which, shout out. Shout out. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> this is painful. <laughs> uh, which is a sort of a channel out there that does Easter eggs, reviews of all Marvel-y, yes. anything culturally, movie, TV show related. Yeah, yeah. They're good at Easter eggs. And, oh, here's the 73 things you missed when you watched yes, My like Family. Yeah. Um, and they had a great pitch, mm. which is that Batman Returns is a Christmas movie. Wow. And in hindsight... Oh, that's an all right take. In hindsight, yeah. I think it is. It's an underrated Tim yeah. Burton Batman movie. Yeah. Um, but I love how whatever weird... Because I'm not a big Die Hard guy. Yeah. I, like, I feel like when I see the dudes on Friends all really like it, I'm always like, oh, yeah, Die Hard. Then I try and watch it. I'm like, that's okay. But I just like that there is this weird cultural groundswell of like feeling for that being a Christmas movie. Whereas yeah. I feel like Screen Crusher trying to start a thing with Batman Returns, I don't necessarily feel that now. Maybe 10 years from now, I don't know. But like yeah. Die Hard seems to me placed there. Yeah, like, no, I always but, see I, it. but I just think it, it's a forgotten movie. I just wanted Batman to Returns. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of people forget I was about... too young for the bat. I mean, I don't get to say I this. I was that young often and days. it was creepy as hell. Yeah. It was great. That's what I remember. I remember Danny DeVito being too creepy for me and yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer being too attractive for me. I was too young for both of these things. And Christopher Walken being somewhere in the middle. Was Christopher Walken in that film? <laughs> yes. What was he? He's a bad guy in a big tower. Oh, and Michael Keaton didn't seem like as Batman y as now I get it. Yeah. But um, Christopher, not Christopher, Christian Bale was definitely my Batman. Yeah. Not Robert Pattinson. No. Not not Robert Pattinson. Not Val Kilmer a bit actually more than I'd like to admit. I think Val Kilmer actually was my Batman. Sidebar. Why do you hot take of the week? Why do you hate Looper? <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> coming in the film. We were just Looper? talking. I really like Looper. We were just talking about knives. Maybe out and I need Johnson. to rewatch. Hey, it. Maybe I, love this I podcast do. Already. I don't want to. It's not going to be my pitch. Don't worry. I think we're just going to tease each other and make each other admit something. I just not everything not, has to be the pitch. I remember being in the cinema, yeah. not enjoying it as much as my friends that were oh, there, there watching it. I remember being in the cinema enjoying it. That's so funny. And my girlfriend fell asleep during it. Oh, there you go. But she falls asleep often. Yeah, often, in yeah. Movies. yeah. Mostly Marvel, oh. Marvel three-hour movies in the cinema. Bringing up your beloved, I feel like isn't in uh, your household and life isn't Nightmare Before Christmas a big shot, or not even? Was that yeah. more when we were much much younger? Probably just when we were younger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Still a great show, still a great uh, show, film yeah. rather. Um, did you see that there's like that they were doing the live musical version with Danny Elfman? No. And Phoebe Bridges was going to be there. No. I meant to send you this link. My apologies. I think that's for next year though. To be fair, at the O2, which we've been talking a lot about not loving because too many things happen there okay so my probably i'll say Your a highlight, highlight was um i watched both home alone films in the cinema oh i watched home alone one at the westfield view what about the other two i watched home alone two at the harrow view and those are the only two home alones as far okay. as i'm concerned fair enough and it was really fun to watch them because there was lots of families there and there was lots of laughter and they were having a good time um home alone two i always say is my favorite christmas film personally i have really nice childhood memories of it mm -hmm. um the talk boy new york yeah. and you and i went to new york as part of a drama uh trip 
for our high school. Yeah. I was, and then we went to a really posh high school. They sent us to New York. <laughs> we went to a really not very posh high school, but for some reason the drama department got a nice uh, New York trip going, and we went to a really not posh hotel. <laughs> I'm sure we'll come up again at some point. But yeah, I love Home Alone too. Um, fantastic movie, and I watched that at the cinema, and I really, really loved it. Um, I think Home Alone, you know what's interesting? I've always been a Home Alone 2 guy. Home Alone 1 is objectively a better film. Like, I finally will admit that now because I watched both of them at the cinema. It's objectively a better film. Home Alone 2 is more my film, but Home Alone 1 had a bit more heart. Home Alone 2 was a bit more, like, relying on you having watched the first one, a bit more fluff and fun. But Home Alone 1, basically, there's one addition that makes the difference. His name is John Candy. He's in Home Alone 1, and I think it was a whole, like, very late addition to the film, but he brings a lot of heart to it. That was my highlight. Now, my pitch for you. I think I might have a pitch for you. I'm not allowed to ask questions. But Please go for it. Go for it. Oh, I've forgotten them all. I'm not gonna. I'm. Uh, I'm not gonna. Can I tell you what my favorite Christmas movie is? Yes, please. While yeah. We, while we're just yeah, finishing you're Christmas right. We touched on. We that's a week. big thing for me. I've been asking lots of people this uh, this season what their favorite Christmas. Can I give you a so guess? Can you me. guess first? Oh, fuck. Michael Jackson wasn't in any Christmas films, was he? No, he wasn't. Okay. Not to talk about all the cancelled people we. Enjoy. Are you telling me Moonwalker isn't a Christmas movie? I don't know. Actually, is it not? <laughs> is it? Bugsy Malone isn't a Christmas film. I'm just trying to think of films like you meant a lot to you in your childhood. I'm surprised um, we haven't talked about this before, to be honest. Considering favorite we're Christmas films. for over two yeah. years. Did you not know Home Alone 2 was mine? No. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. Give me a clue. Give me a clue. It's not Elf. Oh, <laughs> mate. That makes it very hard. Because now that you said that, it should be Elf. Um, <laughs> I don't know then. Yeah. Elf will go um, I'm trying to think if there's any other clues yeah. I can give you without giving it away. Yeah. It's, it's not a recent one. Okay. So I would say it, I'm going to take a wan- random stab and say it's at least over 10 years old. I think it is. I almost said it's a wonderful life, but that's a lot older. Oh, not the Santa Claus. No. Over 10 years. I remember like that feels like the most Scrooged. No. No. Muppet's Christmas Carol. No. Wow. No. These are all the classics. Not I'm, Gremlins. No. I've heard a few shouts for Gremlins this season. Gremlins. Gremlins. Never seen that. Is Gremlins 1 a me- Christmas movie or is Gremlins 2 a I hear movie? Gremlins 1 from what I'm told. But with you bringing up Die Hard 2, maybe Gremlins 2 as well. I think it might have Gremlins 2. What's your favourite? I'm not going to get it. 10 years. I've said all the You're going to kick yourself. Oh, not even 90s. What am I talking about? How's the 90s 10 years ago? It's a 2010s. It's not the night before, is it? No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Although I was told to watch that recently. Yeah. And then they said it was Seth Rogen. And I was like, eh. Oh, come on. Don't hate on Seth. Arthur okay. Christmas? No. <laughs> I don't know. Klaus? No. Oh, uh, this, is, this is really bad content now. Okay. Uh, Jingle all the way. Oh mate, yes. ten years. That's, that's got to be over ten years. Oh though. mate, that's easily top three for me. I love that film. Yeah. Jingle all the way. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Phil Hartman, Sinbad, an utter classic. I really gutted I didn't watch it this year. I put it on a USB drive that's in that literal television there. Really? I was so looking forward to it. Just Christmas passed too soon. There was too much other stuff. Jingle all the way is huge for me. I think it was. Um, I keep seeing it showing at the Prince Charles, but I didn't actually have it at a good time this year. But oh, oh, I'm really with maybe you. Maybe we go show. next year. Maybe we go next year. Tell me just one reason why you love it so much. It's just, I I just remember watching it with my yeah. family a lot every yeah. Christmas and just my oh. dad laughing at Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. a lot. It's just yeah. that sort of thing. It it's covers just, the it's, generations. Yeah, it's, Everyone's it's just happy. funny, it's stupid. It's, it's great. funny, it's stupid, it's great. And it's Arnold Schwarzenegger running around looking for a... Turbo Man. He really needed what? the Turbo Man. Exactly. What he more really... do you need in life? Yeah, exactly. Um, and he's one of the reasons why I still don't know all the Rudolph. But... <laughs> all the Rudolph? All the reindeer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just him running down the street. Oh, that's such saying, a good shout. Saying, Dante, 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 Blitz and whatever he's saying. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger is so underrated for yeah. the comedic chops. I'm really ashamed that I was naming some other 80s and 90s films. I didn't think of that one because I actually love that one. I'm very with you. Okay. Now the this, pitch. Now this pitch of ours. 
So you, you need a backup too. We're trying to ensnare each other. Let's think. Let's, should we, let's frame this. It's, we're just leaving the Christmas season. Mm-hmm. What's one thing, like, we don't, we'll get into the more like, come on, I really want you to watch this for me, selfishly. What's the thing that like, you think, you know, we're, we're friends. We know where each other is at in life. Like, what do you think like, oh, this would be nice for them. What's a nice gift? You know, the whole thing they say about gift is you don't get the person what you think, uh, what you think they want. No, how do you phrase it? I don't know, Jack. There's a thing about gifts. You don't. <laughs> you, you give them what you th- what you think they will want, not what you want them to want. That's what it is. So why don't we try and frame it? We're giving each other a gift this year. So what do I think you would actually like? Not just something that I want that I like that I want to talk to you about. Let's do more of a gift this oh, holiday season. That doesn't help. Let's start off with a nice, helpful foot. No, but we've pressed record and I still haven't <laughs> decided what my pitch for you is. Okay, well, I think to be fair, we've discussed this a little bit outside, yeah. and I will tell you to ease you into it that I do. I do want to. I'll, I'll give you a few things. Maybe we could sometimes be in this mood, more charitable mood. I yeah. do want to listen to some albums this year. Okay. There's a few that's on my list. I'm not sure you'd be aware of them. One of them is the new. Uh, Chili Peppers album, uh, Return mm-hmm. to the Dream Canteen, I think it's called, because I've been listening to lots of John Frusciante on the Broken Record podcast. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. No need to pitch me that, but I'm just giving you a flavor. <laughs> um, I'm also up for different genres of film. So I feel like there is one film particularly that really stood out for you last year that part of you um, was quite traumatized by that you really want someone to share in that experience. I wouldn't mind watching that. Yeah. One thing um, that this podcast might help me keep track of is I basically only watch movies now at the cinema. So here or there, I want to break up that pattern. I want to watch a few more at home, not always have to go shell out money for films. So a movie would actually line up quite nicely for me. For you, I feel like me just guessing, I feel like you also want to listen to one or two albums. Yeah. Yeah, is that Yeah, yeah, I need to listen to music. Interesting, interesting. Okay. Interesting, interesting. interesting. Is there anything else? Art-wise, you're like, oh, I need to get back. I feel like the thing about Chris, he's so in the depths of all the shows. He's watched all the shows. (laughs) I haven't watched all of the shows. I'm pretty sure. I've never watched The Wire. I've never watched Sopranos. Yeah, so he I've hasn't watched... watched West Wing. He hasn't watched the best shows. All the other shows. <laughs> I've watched the rest. He has watched. I finished um, Dharma this week. That no. Was, that was traumatizing. Okay, another traumatizing thing. Um, so yeah, just I was, I was just putting it out there that there's one thing I would usually okay. recommend, but you've, you've right. watched so much. I'll tell you what. <gasps> you told me Wednesday, didn't you? I'm so sorry to keep interrupting. You told me Wednesday. So that's that's one that I've been thinking about. I actually downloaded it on my phone the first episode and just haven't got around to it yet. Okay. Can you stop talking? <laughs> no. Because throughout the whole ramblings of the last however Did many hours we've three started ideas? this, you basically ticked <laughs> most of the ideas I had and ruined it. So Please, what you got left? As, 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 the the theme, as the theme of your life of spoiling a lot of things for me, <laughs> <laughs> you provided the spoiler for this podcast. So you pitched to me, yes. subject to what you pitched me, yeah. the ideas I have in my head, I'll nail down on one of it subject to what your pitch to me is okay and then we can go on with our lives and never record another one of these exactly games. exactly okay well i am going to uh and i'll, ha- I'll have a backup mm-hmm. but something we've uh talked about mm-hmm. and i'm gonna totally go back on my little the christmas might have to be the backup for you but you've talked we've talked a lot about the one thing that hasn't come up in this podcast, but in life, oh God. what's what's in front of you? What are you seeing a lot of in this room? Oh yeah, I don't know. What am I? Uh, HBO. <laughs> You're seeing a bit of HBO, but no, there's a there's a there's a bigger theme. There's a Bob Dylan theme. Yeah, but what are they, Christopher? They're albums. They're books. Now we're talking. You you want me to read? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> We've been talking a lot about reading, and you bought a book. You bought Matthew Perry's memoir. 
Yeah. And now you're very uh, annoyed that... I haven't finished it. That you have barely started it. Hey! And there's hey. Uh, an audiobook floating out there. That you're like, oh, if only I'd known. My pitch to you is, don't worry about this book. You can come back to the book. Listen to the audiobook. I just want you to read slash hear his life story and his memoir and actually consume it. I feel like that's going to be in your same rucksack I'm looking at it in right now for the next six months. Unless you find a way to break into that story. Use the audiobook. You've already told me that you are hyped to see it exists and that he reads it. My first pitch to you, take it or leave it, is Matthew Perry's memoir in audiobook form. And I've got to do it in a week. Well, <laughs> well, I feel like I feel like a big thing is to recommend like one thing and like I was talking about earlier, a whole show, a whole thing is a bit much. A whole book is too much. Yeah. I agree. Um, so we can set some, I feel like if the other person comes back at you and says, okay, if you extend the time period, I will agree to that. I will yeah. give you the month of January. We're just starting. Okay. Other pictures will come and go in the meantime. You can review and update us as the weeks go on. Like how much have you gotten on? What are you finding so far? Yeah. Um, but I do think uh, a book would be nice for you if you are up for it and putting True. it as a January. And are you one of those people that says actually audiobooks do count as books? I'm totally one of those people. However you read, you read. Yeah. I, I, oh, I'm a big, um, uh, I'm almost a stickler for it. I just find it so enjoyable when the author reads their own work. So mm-hmm. it being one of those audiobooks, I'm pretty sure. I think you'd have a really good time with it. Do you know what I've also forgotten about this podcast thing that we're doing? Yes. That when we have the pitch, yes. we have to have a reason behind it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you seem to have a very nice, <laughs> genuine. I swear to God, it came out as we were talking. This was not one I had loaded before we started recording. I know, I know, I don't know. But you had like this whole like backstory as to why and yes. how it's going to help me in my life. Ah, whereas, it's yours more. Whereas oh, I'm... Good. It's a nice reflection of our different personalities for you. <laughs> whereas I'm going to be like, watch this. Why? Because I told you to. <laughs> Let's hear it then. Oh, wait. Do you accept? Do you want a time to reflect and give me yours? No, well, yeah, I accept. Do you like the January time limit? Um, a nice sure, full month, right? Sure. It goes well with my marathon training. Nice. So therefore it's something to listen to on the long oh, runs. Oh, yes, the long runs. I forgot that's how you like to do a bit of podcasting. And that's how I like consume. That's how you consume. Fantastic. Consume. Okay, if that fits with that, that's fantastic. Um, yeah, and I like the idea of if, if we stitch, try to stay regular, you could still update us as you go. Um, so it's still like you'll have something both to reflect on. We stay regular. Yes, exactly. Regular movements are important. Okay. Yeah. Now, even don't if... don't want it's... any tummy rumbles on this one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's an in-joke. You might get some uh, more context for it on a later date. Remember, uh, Patreon guys, if you want that context, <laughs> 70 pounds a month, you can... It's going up a lot as we yeah. progress. Um, what, do you, what do you got, Chris? Give me... It doesn't have to be the... You can be a it very... It was the original version. idea. Yes, It hasn't let's go. changed. Let's go. You're watching Smile. Why am I watching a movie called Smile? Because I got taken to the cinema against my will to watch <laughs> a horror movie, yes. which I was told wasn't scary, even after the fact. Yes. Um, and literally gave me nightmares and I couldn't sleep for the best part of a week. Love that. And recently... Wait, hold on, hold on. Because you've, you've told me about this before, but like, yeah. I guess a bit more like joking. Like, are you for real? You couldn't sleep? For real. I, I, had, I couldn't sleep every time I closed my eyes clips from the film and I don't watch horror movies it's not a thing I do and and the reason I don't is because they scare me and they freak me out well we get to have our first I didn't actually until you got more into the explanation I didn't think we'd have to go down this road I don't like horror movies either I'm not good with them what's your backup because that sounds like actually quite traumatising I don't want to not sleep for a week (laughs) that actually sounds like a lot if you uh, need a few minutes to think of one I will vamp for you but 
That you're, you're putting me off. I, the more well, you uh, it. the main reason I wanted you to watch it yeah. was for more to... cinematic appreciation. Well, the thing is, you've got to remember, I watched this in the cinema, yes, relatively close to the screen, so mm. I had nowhere to hide. I was outside. <laughs> <laughs> I was outside of my comfort zone. No I was kind hide. of like I literally watched it through my fingers, right? And it was like big, scary smile yes. in my face, yeah, just like when I. No. Opened Don't piece. gas me up and say, oh, but you're at home, you're fine. So actually... You're watching it on your laptop, yeah. sort of with an eye on it and half an eye doing some Yeah, but if I'm actually paying out. enough attention... Yeah, I, exactly. If I'm paying enough attention to absorb Commit, the content, yeah. I will get scared. I never knew you were a scary guy. Oh, horrible. So is, it, is, there, is there a movie that scared you before that freaked you out? Yeah. If you if you want to like go deep into our origin stories, um, I watched the VHS of The Exorcist at a very young age and it got to a bit where... Um, the young lady, and I've still never watched it to this day, but the young lady had a crucifix on her hand. Mm-hmm. And have I've I told? Heard, I've heard about the she, scene. Yeah, there's a scene, and I just immediately ejected the video. I was all of like 12 or 13, and I was like, oh my God, never again, never again. It really freaked me out. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably should watch The Exorcist at some point, because I'm here. I hear it's a very good just movie by yeah. itself. I think, if anything, I am too anti-horror. Mm-hmm. I should involve a little bit more horror in my life. Um, but... Mate, like it's the not sleeping for a week. Like I actually have a schedule, I have a job, and I want to sleep. Well, yeah, and it messed mine up. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Well, no, it. Give me I a backup. Know. Let's try this. Do you have anything in, loaded in the holster, or do you need me to? Um, I'm trying to think. Mm. If you can watch the trailer of Smile, yeah, okay, and then what? And you feel week? okay after that? <laughs> no, no, but ge- genuinely, genuinely, if okay. you can watch the trailer of Smile, yeah. and you're like, actually, I can watch this. It doesn't look too bad because right. it it was very straight. The the way this film freaked me out yeah. was that I was in the cinema watching another film yeah. and the trailer came on before. And because the film I was watching, which was Bodies, 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 Pete Davidson. Oh, yes, yes. You mentioned, um, yeah. It it was like an 18 or whatever. Mm. This trailer was for audiences of that nature. I and see, the trailer yes. just caught me off guard and freaked me out. Right. And I think I never recovered from that. <laughs> God, this sounds so pathetic. How did, how did um, yeah, how did you drag yourself to the movies to see it if you well, never recovered from the trailer? Well... Me and my partner, yes. we have a Odeon Unlimited thing uh, and we can book tickets for each other. Uh, she said one day when I was at work, do you yeah. want to go to the cinema tonight? I was like, sure. She oh, goes, we're going to go see Smile. I went, no, we're not. <laughs> Next thing she knows, I've booked it. We're going to go see Smile. Wow. And from that point during that day, my heart rate went up <laughs> until... Oh, you probably, mentioned this. Until Your about whole day hour, was ruined. Yeah, my whole day, I was just freaked out about watching this movie because I just didn't want to watch it because it scared the crap. The trailer freaked me out. I don't know why. Yeah. It just, it literally caught me off guard and yeah, it was just... So if I watch it and I'm like, yeah, that also ruined my week and I had a hell of a bad time, does that make you feel better? Do you feel like someone's shared? I don't know what I'm expecting. (laughs) I just think I wanted to know that it wasn't just me. Because everyone else I've spoken to has seen it when... I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah I just, I, I feel maybe like I'm more a crazy person. Horror movie veterans? Or they're a maybe, bit more, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Because to be fair. Horror movie veterans. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like we are both scaredy cats. So I hear you on that level. And maybe there's something about. I just want someone else to tell me that I'm not crazy. Yeah. yeah. Which is very much a premise of the movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> or yeah. not. Okay. So you're, you're allowing some parameters here. You're saying, yeah. I get to watch the trailer. Watch the trailer. If you don't get freaked out by it, yeah. then go into the movie because you'll probably be fine. If I am freaked out, if you're freaked we out, reconvene next episode. And I, I give you my review of the trailer. <laughs> no, nah, that's that's a, you're giving me a whole freaking book. <laughs> <laughs> you can't watch a, like a ninety-second trailer and get out of it. But I like um, this. This is this, this is how we negotiate because I could watch the trailer and end up watching the movie. But if I don't, I still consumed content that was on. And listen, a week is a lot. Yes, fair enough. A whole book for my guy. And then if you and then me. if you find yourself at a lost cause, just watch at least episode one, okay, or two of Starstruck. Ah, okay. 
right. Okay, now before we sign and off... And also, that's yes. a lovely palate cleanser if you are freaked oh, out by the okay. movie. Just saying. Okay. So I love I, a palate cleanser. If I did it, there's a potential... Starstruck, I'm now aware, tactically yeah. speaking, is on the horizon. It's going to come up at some point. Yeah. It's like a... Okay, interesting. Okay. So if you watch a trailer, you're freaked out, you don't want to watch a movie, but you feel like you need to commit to the podcast because you've been a chicken shit and only watched a trailer. Yeah, sounds like Then me. you can... So just uh, to, to close out, Starstruck is almost our little in-joke for like the most... like Chris gave it the be- most beautiful review and I put it in the Google Drive and I just haven't watched it. Why? Give me some reasons without spoiling why it's so lovely. It's, you said it's a palate cleanser? It's yeah, just it's, like... it's just a very nice mm. uh, Rose Matafeo who's... Oh, yes. Uh, I really can't get it wrong. Yeah. She's a comedian from yes. a country that isn't England or America. Yes. I want to say Australia. Let's go for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's just a sitcom. Mm. She bumps into a movie star mm. And they begin dating. Starstruck. Yeah. Who plays um, the movie star? Do you remember? I can't remember. Okay, but... I watched it a very long time ago. And yes. season two came out and I blitzed that. Is it iPlayer as well? Yeah, it's iPlayer. Oh, so you don't, don't have to... Need it on the no, you don't need, need to download it by other means. Yes. You can literally just go to iPlayer and find it. On other means? Whatever do you mean? Yeah, okay. I iPlayer. And iPlayer even has a download option for you. So you can put it on your little phone yeah. and you can watch it on your train to work. Let's not dwell on uh, downloading options and storage space. You have two terabytes on your phone. I do. This I've seen true. this today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So I have uh, a trailer. Good. Yeah. But you're not letting me. If no. I if the trailer says no, I have to watch a Starstruck episode. At least one. At least one. Okay. okay. This is a good deal. And you're going to start the book. And I'll start the book. How do you feel about your like what twenty or so pages into the book? Thirty. Roughly? Okay. Okay. How do you feel about bailing on it for the audiobook? Like I I'm still struggling to come to terms with it. To okay. <laughs> <laughs> because I've as you know I've only yeah. read like three books in yeah. my life. A f- yeah. Half and. Of- and I really thought I'd commit to this one. Yeah, but it's but just, I just difficult. To of remember. all people, I'm not trying to talk you out of reading books. I'd love you to read books, but because it's, it's quite rare that one where you're really familiar with the personality reads their own audiobook. My favorite is Norm Macdonald reading his own based on a true story book, and I will read the book. But I also love him reading out his own book audiobook form. I just think you'll really enjoy it. And yeah. weirdly, I think if you read that and enjoy it, it will get your focus going in that way. But I think you'll still be like ready and excited to read uh, another book at another point. But ease yourself in. I think this one you'll actually do. I don't want you to not do this all year. Cool. Cool. I like it. We've got a bit of a plan. Yep. I will uh, see you same time next week. Or not. Or similar time. I mean... Similar time, some sort of week. Considering some of our uh, artistic goals and ambitions, this might be the one thing that ever comes out of this. So it was... How about uh, my backup backup pitch to you? Is to make another one of these. (laughs) (laughs) See you there, partner. Take care.